I'm Father Matt Face. And I'm Amanda Vernon. This is We Should Pray. A podcast where we talk about how prayer turns tragedy into comedy. In this episode, we talk about a bunch of angsty stories. And then we pray about them. And then we talk about those stories again. <laughs> and again. And again. Hope you enjoy. Vanity, vanities. We should pray. We should pray. Hey, what should we talk about this time? Well, what we uh, what we pray about? We prayed about how we keep saying the same words. Yes. Yes, indeed. Before we started this podcast, we prayed together because, I mean. This is not only the title of the show, we should pray, but something we really believe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So the way the way that we've been going about like planning each episode includes some time for what is like shared quiet prayer. <laughs> yeah. What's that called? Yeah, that's a good enough answer. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when we talked about this this episode in particular. Mm-hmm. We asked the Lord, like, okay, Lord, what what are you calling us to share from our story? Because we we believe, like, in general, that's what the Lord has revealed if through us being called into ministry together. Like, share the story. Yeah, using that the he's story given as, a, us. as a guide yeah. for us. Yeah. But, like, specifically, Lord, what would you like us to, to share about in this podcast episode? And so when we each took some, some time quiet, praying about yeah, that, moments to yeah. listen to the Lord. After we were like, okay, what did, what did he say? <laughs> and I think I said, I said, you, you said I first. heard we keep saying the same words. How about you? I, I just heard love, 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 love. <laughs> I just wrote love like 18 times. I'm like, what? Again? <laughs> That's like all I ever talk about. Still? Still? Come on. <laughs> Yeah. So why do you think that there's that um that tendency that I'm picking up in you and is relatable to me as well to like bemoan that? Like it's a, like the Lord speaks something to you in prayer, you're like, it's the same oh, thing. This again? <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think for me some of that is um is fear, right? This fear that like if I have to say it again, or like if I have to experience this again, like did it did it sink in the first time? Um, like if this like is it's again, an indictment, yeah, I love already. Like, <laughs> shouldn't I know that already? Or like if I've said that, like still did, a commandment. Did I not say it well enough? <laughs> yeah. So, what about other phrases that you like? Not say not not directly in uh, I don't say directly in prayer, but say when you are interacting with others as well. Yeah, like words that you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because they're they're like a lot of powerful words that we can say. Um, yeah, and I find myself saying some of those a lot, and then feeling awkward about them. When when I was at um, 
Stonehill College when I was working in campus ministry, I would often find myself saying to the, the students, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was, you know, like something would happen or whatever. And I would just, I just say, I'm proud of you. And, and I realized, I didn't realize I was saying it a lot until like it was a trope and they would be quoting me <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm father Matt. <laughs> and I was like embarrassed by that. Right. Like That's such like a dad dynamic. <laughs> father Matt. <Aww. laughs> yeah. And, and um, at first I was like, ah, oh, man, like maybe I should say that less. <laughs> because like it's losing it's losing its, losing the, its power yeah. like if it's just said all the time it's predictable now yeah yeah i mean i think i love you is is the same thing right like mm-hmm. to say i love you um like if you say it all the time i don't know does it just like wear it down or like why do you have to say it again this time <laughs> like i already said it once <laughs> remember right? remember like doesn't the one time cover for all the times yes mm. I don't think it does, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I mean, so I'd like to to talk more about that, that that feeling that that arises, though, that like mm-hmm. fear that it's going to lose something. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this quote. <laughs> there's a quote from John Paul II quoting Saint John Vianney. Excellent. We say Saint John Vianney out on the west side of the country. Yeah. Vianney. No, it was David grew up. How did you say it, David? Because that was a church down the street from where you lived. Uh, Vianney. <laughs> Vianney. From the Midwest. Yeah. John Vianney. Yeah, exactly. John Vianney. So, so, so the deuce mm-hmm. quoting SJV. Nice. And he says, love is endlessly inventive. Mm. I, I love that phrase. And that's what I want to believe. <laughs> That's what I do believe deep in my heart. So I think I believe it's a temptation to doubt that and to think like, oh, no, because it sounds the same, it's going to be old news. It's going to be. Yeah, like it's the same old thing. And like, even though it's something yes. good, like it's, it's not going to be inventive just, yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's just banal, right? Like boring and bland and oh. mundane. Hey, remember the worst talk we ever gave together? No, <laughs> no, I, I, I remember very clearly what you believe to be the worst talk. I believed it as it was happening. Yes. Which is why perhaps it was the worst talk Let's, we ever gave. You know how in this, in this podcast that we have, we talk about how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. Let's talk about the tragedy for a while. <laughs> that was the talk that we gave. Okay. Together. If we must. So what happened? Well, uh, we were giving a talk at uh, at a church outside of where I was at the time. Um, so you were already there for mass, and I was going to. Where meet were you, you at the time? I was at Stonehill in in, in Boston. <laughs> Boston, your favorite city. Yeah. Um. So I had to go. I I met you as church was ending, as the mass was ending, mm-hmm. and then we were there was going to be a little bit of break, and then a talk for their, um, like high school youth. Group. Hi, yeah, high school youth group. Um. Yeah, so that was that was good. It was easy. We'd we'd done the talk a few times, not a ton, but like we knew what we were doing. So it was uh it was gonna be really good. And then And then it wasn't I texted you first because I had been at the church all day promoting this event that we were gonna do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself emotionally in this story. <laughs> <laughs> I was at church all day singing, um and inviting people to come back mm-hmm. to to hear us talk in the evening 
as you do, as I do regularly. And, um, I, I was really hungry and I knew that we would have just enough time to go over our outline while I ate mm-hmm. after mass and between, between mass and the, the talk, talk that we were going to yeah. give. And so I texted you and said, Hey, could you stop at this burrito place down the street and bring me a burrito mm-hmm. before you arrive? Yeah. And I was like, yes, I think I can. And if I have time, I definitely will. I don't remember you saying if I have time. I just remember you saying yes. Well, no, it was implied in the way you asked. Because it was you were not like, you must bring me a burrito. Well, who says you must bring me a burrito? Well, in retrospect, you should have. You should be able to read a woman's mind. <laughs> well said. Well said, David. <laughs> So, so it was it was like, hey, like it would be nice if you have time, bring me a burrito. I'm like, yeah, that would be nice if I have time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, so I showed up sans burrito. Yeah. Um, and I I, I realized um slowly, but then all at once how much of a mistake that was. <laughs> okay. So then not only am I hungry. <laughs> Very hangry. <laughs> I was I don't okay. I don't really think that I get hangry. Yeah, I no, get, totally. I get really indecisive though and then I get upset that I'm indecisive so it's more complex anyway okay so it wasn't only okay part of it part of it I'm getting serious now yeah okay sorry I'm serious about the burrito (laughs) okay um I think part of the reason I was upset is because it was it was a tough crowd out in Boston. Uh, and so I was I was singing and, and speaking to them, but there was not a lot of like en- enthusiasm that was portrayed in my direction that I perceived, you know? So it was it was kind of like a tough a tough weekend for me. Mm-hmm. But then you were also there and I and that was toward the beginning of us giving talks in that setting. Mm-hmm. So even though we had given this talk before for you to come in at the end of like a weekend that I've been where I was working at the parish was really new. And I think it was, it was a learning curve for me to like include you step into your staff. Yeah. To have you step in and to know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, For me too. And it was, I, I honestly think that I was so, I wanted to be so grateful about it. Like I, I really was so excited. And so it almost seemed like, (laughs) <laughs> it almost seems like too good so why not ruin it <laughs> see yeah that's also no it's subconscious right i didn't try to ruin it i i but like looking at my heart at that time like it was these are things like we've prayed about and like mm-hmm. dreamt about and like better than what we dreamed about yeah, absolutely and so then we're stepping into that and I just got, you know, a little thrown off my game. And so this is where I think the temptation piece comes in, especially when what we're talking about, like we keep saying the same words, because at the very end of mass, I, I could see you in the back. You're standing there mm-hmm. in your habit, getting, you were ready to, to give our talk. So you just entered the church. We're starting the closing song and the closing song is bless the Lord on my soul. Yeah. 10,000 reasons, which great song. Not only do I love that song, but it's this uh, scriptural theme that keeps mm-hmm. coming up for us in our experience together that we specifically wrote about in our book. And we wrote about singing that song together <laughs> in our book. Exactly. And I was just like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Beautifully providential. 
I was so mad yeah. that this song is playing and there you are. It was best the Lord. I was just like, oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going to this? Uh, uh, burritos solve a multitude of problems. No, that's not where we're going. No. Oh, yeah. Let's. We keep saying those same words. So th- this is this was an example with that song, Bless the Lord, 10,000 Reasons, right? I, I think I want to distract us. I, I want to <sighs> go somewhere else. <laughs> Let's talk about music that I do like. Okay. Music that you do like. I imagine there's a lot of it. <sighs> yes. All right. What What is the... I'm a full-time recording artist. you know that? Um, say what? Mm-hmm. I think I do know that. Oh, we could talk about... Another song that I dislike <laughs> under only certain circumstances. Yes. I think that could be fun. Yeah. So what what is what is a song that you, you like, <laughs> but maybe under certain circumstances don't like? Be Not Afraid. Be Not Afraid. Beautiful song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great message. For me, I love that song because mm-hmm. we, we sang it all the time growing up. Yes, I did too. So like deep, like nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Heartstring childhood tugs. Yeah. memories with the church the family and the yeah yeah uh-huh so it i it, it's hard to think of a situation where that wouldn't be good right yes i can think of only one <laughs> you know um i can think of one that's hilarious is that what you're gonna have to like lead this because i'm yeah I'm embarrassed i like being embarrassed but i want to stay in this moment <laughs> I, you know me i do not want to stay in the embarrassing moments but i'll hey, do like, my best lead us through then. okay okay lead us out of here what a great time during the quarantine to like be reminded do not be afraid right the lord is guiding us and like this is uncertain but like we don't need to be afraid of this mm-hmm. that sounds a, right that's a wonderful that's a good message. message i think that's that song um especially like a, what a beautiful message to hear mm-hmm. at the start of uh the quarantine. It's like timely. Yeah. Not necessarily in how it's performed, but. Yeah. So like what message. a great idea to like get a bunch of Catholic music ministers who aren't doing anything because there was at that time still no masses anywhere. So like they're not doing nothing like get them together safely, which is not in the same place. And like make a video and put it on a platform that like shares videos like like YouTube, right? Like there's a lot of reasons why this made sense to like put together this song and offer it to people. Yeah. Is that what happened? That sounds exactly like what happened. And I was in quarantine along with the, the rest of America. Yeah, the world. And okay, so setting, let's step back for a second. So I mentioned that I'm a full-time recording artist. And so up until that point, I we were supporting our family primarily through my touring. So I was on the road. Remember remember that? I was on the road at that point 15 days of every month, half of the time. Yeah. And so we went from touring, touring, touring to just no tours. Like they all canceled at once. And that's, you know, I say like support the Feed the Children Fund. Those would be our children. Like that was how we were feeding the kids. So it was, I mean, it was um, alarming, right? Yeah. 
And so I did at the same time start getting requests for like digital content, like submit, you know, remember there were like all of those conferences happening. I mean, there still are, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, it's pre-recorded. I could submit a video. So we didn't say yes to most of those because we were kind of trying to figure out our patron offering. Mm -hmm. But there was one that really spoke to my heart when they reached out to ask me to sing Be Not Afraid. To, to sing the whole song and then they were going to take a clip or two of it mm-hmm. and put it together with other Catholic artists from home. So that's that's what they did. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. <clears throat> and then they they sent me the link to view it in advance and they're like, don't share this with anyone yet because we're going to launch it on a certain date. So I watched it. I'm like, I won't. I definitely won't. <laughs> and I thought, well... At least not many people will see this video. (laughs) Maybe we can just go right to a clip of it. Maybe toward the end of the song. David, go ahead. You can cue that up. Okay, so uh, David, could you tell us, are you able to see how many views the video has? You could just tell me if you could read the number. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of views now. And okay, clearly based on the number of views. <laughs> okay, as of today, about 1.8 million. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Okay, okay. So clearly this video... Was a blessing to many people. They, they Something about it was drawing them to listen to it. But I, when I first listened to it and saw it, I only was looking from a production standpoint. And I'm like, look, we all have different lighting based on what, you know, what all, our background is clearly like we're at home, but it's like so disparate. <clears throat> you got like Father Rob Galeo, who's like looking all like fancy and then you have like somebody else who's on their cell phone or something and then like the quality of the video was different yeah Yeah. and then even like from a a musician standpoint like we're not following the same exact meter so some would syncopate some would not and And their own little flair yeah yeah and so (laughs) look okay so (laughs) they were like you can do a desk can't if you want to so they just were kind of like do whatever you perform this song how you would like to and then they just put it together and for me as like a producer and musician i was just like uh but um (laughs) but now i realize like maybe some of that was my reaction was like not justified (laughs) yeah i mean it's clear with that many views and with the comments especially like it's clear that this was a message that people need to hear and this performance of it the way that it was collected i mean all of those things really connected mm-hmm. with a Let's lot of people change the subject away from this song for a minute <laughs> we'll come back we'll come back to hey, this don't be afraid all right to just keep <laughs> how about sunsets let's talk about sunsets oh sunsets i i never i never tire of talking about sunsets okay but you have seen many sunsets. I have. Not enough, I think. But um, yeah, every every time I see one, though, I just, I love it. I mean, there's there's something about, um, there's something about just, just how 
how beautiful it is, right? But but also the um, the sense that like I I've always been able to recognize God really really easily in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's something about sunsets that that when I see one, it just instantly connects me with that like recognition of God mm-hmm. here in our midst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's ah, beautiful. Yeah. I mean. It's interesting kind of because I was trying to think like how what's a way in which somebody could receive like a message again and again mm-hmm. um, from God and like maybe besides a song. <laughs> ah. Yes. Like for you. Right. Like that's me, those are the like words songs, that God uses. Songs like they they keep coming up at like this specific moment. And. The, the words like speak to my life mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's how God is speaking to me. And so I recognize that maybe that's not the case for every other person, but <laughs> like for you, maybe it's sunsets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, there, there is this like God does continue to speak to us in specific ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and for each of us that that can be different, right? Like, so right. for you, it makes sense that, that it is like, hearing songs and the way that songs and lyrics um yeah come up in your life my language yeah and then for me that that sense of like nature um nature is your language nature i think big time (laughs) is my language yeah (laughs) so as we were preparing for this podcast as in like 12 minutes ago or right before we started (laughs) it occurred to me (laughs) that there's something really unique about hearing god through specific words like the the word like how we reference god mm, as the mm-hmm. word yeah became flesh so I, there's something about the fact that like a sunset is never repeated it's automatically unique it's always right unique. yes whereas the word mm-hmm. it could from one angle look the same mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 like like there's endless varieties in watching a sunset, even yes. though like a sunset is one thing. Yeah, going like category. It always looks different. Like if you're in a different spot or whatever, mm-hmm. how the clouds are, mm-hmm. different colors that come through. But if it's words mm-hmm. and it's the same word, like love, yeah. like that's always love, same four letters, right? Yeah. Right, so the, with with the, the actual words mm-hmm. that can maybe get more stale, Right. More quickly. Or or we might perceive that it would. Mm-hmm. 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 So what about word, specific words for you that keep coming up in prayer? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the the most specific words that keep coming up for me in prayer um, are words I, I heard first on a retreat when I was in temporary vows in the seminary. Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, um, on um, on on this retreat, the, the words were uh, "Lord of passionate love, stir the embers of my heart." Um, and it was Pentecost, so that's um, you know, like the flame imagery and stuff. That's that's where they got it. Um, and they said it a bunch in the liturgies that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord of passionate love, stir the embers of my heart. So I was about halfway through the my retreat. Um. And so I, I prayed with those and that, that those words specifically in the images with it really, uh, really transformed my heart in, um, in a number of ways. I mean, I, th- I think that the Lord 
very much did do that, stir the embers of my heart. Um, and since that retreat, there've been a number of situations where, um, you know, I've been, I've been grappling with something in prayer, mm -hmm. um, or like confused about something or just uncertain and, um, and either like I'm reading through my journal or something else and I'll, I'll think of that and Lord of passionate love stir the embers of my heart and like, yes, that is what I need to hear mm -hmm. right now. David, could you, do we have that written out just so that some, whoever's watching this can kind of see those words as well? And have you ever been annoyed to hear those words? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah. I, uh, because uh, oftentimes, like in, the more <laughs> that I hear them and the more that like, ah, oh, this is what I need to hear. It's like, I, why, why did I need to hear this again? I already know this, mm. right? Like, and if this already, boy, that's pretty Midwestern already. <laughs> If I, if I already have heard these words and like let these words affect my heart and like the Lord speak through, like mm. if I need to hear them again, was that real? Like, did I grow? Was it real in the past? Yeah. Does it make you question? What about, because for a second I thought maybe you also were asking like, is this God bringing it up or am I just kind of like, is it just me? Going back to the same words again. No, yeah, that's that's me, you know, uh, oh, stupid old me. Why do I need to hear these things again? Yeah. Um, still trusting that, like, the Lord's speaking. But, like, if the Lord is telling me these same things, uh, did I not learn that lesson from the Lord right. already? Um, mm -hmm. Why these again, you know? You know, I, this is really meta now. But as as also as we prayed about this episode and what we might share with whoever would be listening, I thought of... Talking again about the first time that we helped lead adoration yeah. of the Blessed Sacrament together. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, we've talked about that so often. <laughs> we've talked about that so many times. And even in this podcast series, but this is our fourth episode. Yeah. We've mentioned this same confirmation <laughs> retreat. In every episode. In, yeah, like every episode. And here we are. Again. Again. And yet, even as I prayed about that, I, uh, in, in, re in regards to this podcast i just it was like still on my heart like this is an important part of the story that god has given us is it, it's good for us to remember that um good for us to share about it for some reason <laughs> one of my friends says is it odd or is it god um but like that it's not just me i i, I have to believe that i'm in prayer i'm asking the lord about this these are the memories that are coming to mind that's not only my own thoughts my own um, you know, subconscious, but that, that God is in that bringing up the same scenario, bringing up the same words, because <laughs> during that, uh, adoration scene, as we wrote about it in our book, mm -hmm. you were praying through those words. Yeah. Those, those specific words, Lord of passionate love, stir the embers of my heart. Those were, those were very much on my heart then. Yeah. We should pray. We should pray. Uh, who should we pray for? I think we should pray for all the people who um, keep hearing the same words from God and uh, and maybe like me at times uh, fear that that's somehow wrong or that they mm. haven't integrated them. Oh, like there's some blame 
associated yeah. with those words. Yeah. Oh. Um, I felt that. Mm. What about <clears throat> what about people who, uh, like me, are hearing maybe like a song or a um, phrase that somebody else has told them before, and it comes up, and they want to just say like, oh, "It's just like it's a coincidence. It probably, you know." doesn't mean anything i'm hungry um <laughs> first eat a burrito and then trust that the if lord is you have a you. burrito yeah if anyone has brought a burrito to you you could eat it yeah right okay back to prayer <laughs> um should we pray brand new words that we've never said before you know i think um maybe we should just say maybe we should just pray some words that we know are good and beautiful in words we know well. And then don't they get boring like the Tantumergo? <laughs> the Tantumergo. I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> Good. No, the Tantumergo. Oh my goodness, how beautiful, right? But that's that's the power yeah, of saying... only one of the most beautiful prayers ever composed. <laughs> that's the beauty of, of saying words that we've said before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Tantumergo, if, if especially like we, as we often do, sing it at the end of adoration, right before benediction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like here we are having just spent some time with the blessed sacrament and prayer, probably saying our own words or, or just silently listening. And then all together for all the people who are gathered there to be able to sing this song or, or recite it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for the, for that, for those words to specifically speak about what this is in the mm-hmm. Eucharist and the beauty of that and the way that God is, um, presenting himself to us in in the blessed sacrament um those are beautiful words right and, and not to mention that that christians for centuries have been praying those same words absolutely or if we're chanting them like the same notes along with the words and how profound is it to enter into that prayer knowing that it's not just like my individual prayer Mm-hmm. It's it's our prayer as a community in that moment, and then our community within this whole yeah. history. This is really like Catholic geeky moment. I like yeah. it. <clears throat> Plus, I mean, how many other people, not only throughout the ages, have been saying that, singing that, chanting that in the same meter, but like how many other people right now oh. across the world are singing that? Yeah, that's that's beautiful. We should pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give Give us us this day day our daily bread, and forgive us our our trespasses, trespasses, as we forgive forgive those who trespass trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and ever shall be, world without end. end. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, I really do like that song, Be Not Afraid, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I even I even watched the video and I cried the other day. 
like because I was moved. Even despite the uh, production <laughs> elements, despite the actually that you disagree with, maybe because of ah, the see now we're getting somewhere. Maybe in part because of the production elements, because it's like clearly only the grace of God that is making this video meaningful. <laughs> Okay, but also that song has been such an integral part of my life and not okay. So, there's so many layers to this that I that I want to acknowledge and how not only during quarantine did I partake in this this video project where I submitted my piece of Be Not Afraid, but then like Throughout quarantine, I kept getting emails from mm -hmm. friends and met often friends who I hadn't spoken with in years who were spread across the country. Yeah. And the subject matter would just be, would just say, be not afraid. Uh -huh. And, and so I'd open the email and it'd say like, Hey Amanda, I saw you on this video and it's, you know, be not afraid. And just every day getting this, these emails, be not afraid. And here I am in the moment where I'm like, well, how are we even going to support our family in the midst of this quarantine? Be, not, be afraid. not afraid, be not afraid, be not afraid. And then I can, you know, I harken back to like, I mean, I, I wrote my college uh, essay, like entrance essay mm -hmm. on the theme of this song, this specific song, be not afraid. Or like, when I was three years old and scared of the dark, my dad, I remember him like standing in my doorway yeah. with my little nightlight on and him singing to me, be uh. not afraid. So like the fact that <laughs> in the midst of quarantine, I, I, people are reminding me that like, I told them through this song to be not afraid is kind of really obvious yeah. that um that the Lord is speaking to me through that. It just took me a while. <laughs> yeah, through those specific words. Yeah. Through those specific words. Yeah. Didn't Ricky text you? He did. Yes. Yes. One of the um my good friends in, in uh seminarians in Holy Cross. Um sent me a text yeah and and it was um overly effusive as he is about how much this meant to him and then this being, th this song like so he he, he saw he this just song texted you and said i saw this youtube video yes he's like i i recently saw this and um like he's like it was so meaningful he's like and then in the middle of it, it there was amanda <laughs> I felt like I know these people. Yeah. And then he's like, and then I saw Amanda. He's like, I do know her. <laughs> and so we had already had this whole discussion. Well, I've talked about this being not afraid thing a few times since More quarantine. Yeah. But we had talked about like, maybe we could talk about this on our podcast. And then you're like, look what Ricky texted me. <laughs> Delightful. But before we uh, wrap up this talk about being not afraid, um, David, are you able to show us maybe one of the comments there's so many comments on the video on youtube but one in particular was just so moving and i think um just indicative of uh the sentiment not only the sentiment but like the experience that others have had with this song and this mm -hmm. prayer during this season could you read that david uh this is from kathy she said my husband passed away six weeks ago tonight 
and because of the virus, we could only have a graveside service for 10 people, including the priest and funeral director. We played this song. The lyrics and melody are so comforting. Thank you for posting. And it's got, her comment has 622 likes and <laughs> over 100 replies. Wow. Yeah, so we keep we keep saying the same words. We do keep saying the same words. Mm-hmm. There's beauty in that. But I, I suppose akin to how each sunset is different, um, the words could be different for us, like each time we hear them. Yeah, because because we're different each time we hear them. Yeah. Right? So even though I'm afraid that like when I hear that same line again, Lord of passionate love, stir the embers of my heart, even though I'm afraid like, ah, that probably means like I didn't, didn't learn a lesson well enough or whatever that baggage might be. Like, no, I, I did learn that and it did make an impact. And the Lord was doing something in my life, in my heart. Um, and because of that, I'm at a different place now than I was that first time. Mm-hmm. So when I hear those words again, they can impact me anew in a real way because I have grown, because I am in a new place. And then take that's able to take me deeper right, or, or further in. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though that fear is there, you know, we, we keep hearing these same words. And it's because the Lord is using those, right? They're effective in our mm-hmm. lives. So the Lord is continuing to use those, continuing to, to draw us deeper to himself. Mm-hmm. So maybe on our next podcast, we could talk about these things again. (laughs) I would suspect we'll keep saying the same words. Words like comedy, tragedy, vanity of vanities. We should pray. (laughs) I'd like to thank the Congregation of Holy Cross. Well, there's so many reasons to be thankful for them. In particular, as it relates to this podcast, Matt's Father Matt's religious community has given him permission to do ministry with me and a huge part of that ministry right now is this podcast yeah very thankful also thanks to amanda amanda vernon patrons uh the patrons are uh those who support amanda and uh her good work and allow her to support her family uh through sharing these uh wonderful words that she says again and again yeah words that you always know but sometimes mess up even if they're the same words i have so many jokes right now ah i know oh we'll save them for for our next episode in the meantime if you'd like to become an amanda vernon patron visit amandavernon.com slash patron